we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political properly. Be free. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's been a long time, hasn't it? So, uh, I want to get into a topic that's been super um, popular this week. Uh, people say, oh, this is a distraction from, you know, something else that's bigger or worse. But I think this is a pretty good distraction to have. I think that we really should be discussing this and what this actually is and what it means, especially when um, when people discuss uh, and use race a lot. You're going to hear race a lot this year because of the whole um, election coming up and people pander and they discuss what they want to discuss. So for me, this is, this hits home for me. Um, I, I don't like slavery. I don't like uh, people being uh, treated, mistreated. I don't like people feeling like one group is less than another or not worthy or don't, or don't need it. Um, so I actually, myself personally, I, I came with this idea. I was just thinking, this is so crazy to me how they, they for for all of 2020, Black Lives Matter dominated the news, the media, and they use our skin color. They use us um, as if we are just victims still. And they're saying Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. But I said, well, Black Lives Matter is until it's an abortion clinic. Um, I made that a tweet and it went viral. And it, and I think it sends a, a, a big message out that you can't pick and choose when a life matters. If you're going to say a life matters, then you need to stand on it. Say a life matters. So right now, um, the left is losing their crap about all this because um, there was a leak out for an opinion piece, which actually was confirmed that they're wanting to overturn Roe versus Wade. Um, it could be potentially repelled. Now, let me define what an abortion is real quick. An abortion is the termination of a pregnancy by the removal or expulsion of an Emberno or fetus from the uterus resulting in a cause by its death. By death. So there was a life. There has to be a life for it to be deemed as a death, correct? So in America, we have, um, oh my gosh, a lot of pregnancies. Um, and then they all, a lot of them result in death. And so we have to sit here and think as humans, Okay, people look at the Democrat Party, they say, oh, we're pro-choice, and you have the right says we're pro-life. For me, like I said, I'm calling this um, racist genocide. If you're so upset about slavery, and they use it all, all day, every day, 
about how the Black community has been oppressed and been disproportionately um, taken care of by our, our country, then we need to also talk about abortion clinics being our neighborhoods. I also discussed earlier, I said, it's very simple. I said, um, one moment. Because it looks like um, our government pays $500 million um, to abortion clinics annually. You have people who want reparations. You have people who want uh, money to go to the black community. But instead, that that $500 million could go to fund businesses, startups in those communities where these clinics are placed. Now, also, abortion wasn't just set up for the black folks. It was for the undesired, poor people or people that were who have disabilities and they want to, you know, get rid of people they deem as undesirable. Now, if you haven't heard of a lady named Margaret Sanger, um, you should definitely uh, pull out your Google and then you type up Margaret, Margaret Sanger. It's going to say she's an American activist. It should say um, she should be a racist. Um, and let's see. She it used to be called the Negro Project, and then she used um, she wanted to use black leaders, um, church leaders, to push this because people initially were like, "No, nah, man, we're not going to go and kill our babies. We're not doing that." But she convinced them to do so. So let me pull up one of her quotes for you guys. Um, here we go. She said herself. The most successful educational approach to the Negro is through a religious appeal. We do not want word to get out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the, mis and the minister is the man who can straighten out this idea, if ever curse any of their more rebellious members. Legitly just said that the whole point of setting this up is to get rid of the black population. And they use black parrots, what I call them, traitors, sellouts to push. Oh, they're trying to take away your 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 reproductive rights. They're trying to take away your women's rights. They're trying to take away your health care. That's not health care. That is genocide. And if if we, when we look at the numbers and we look at how many people across the globe have been murdered by this. This is this is insane. You know, other countries asked her to come speak in their countries and stuff. Why would other countries want this as well? Well, we have people who's praised like her. Hillary Clinton has praised her. A number of uh, politicians have praised this woman. And then we have um, people have praised Bill Gates. And what is he about? Population control. So we have to come down to the community, have the discussion. Well, how do we stop this? Well, I have a couple of solutions, but one, let's go back to the polarized, you know, Republican versus Democrats ideologies when it comes to abortion. So just because one side says, oh, it's not that far along. It's okay if it's six weeks or if it's eight weeks or 16 weeks, it's still an abortion. So when you're voting for a Republican because they're not, um, they don't, they don't think you should, they don't think abortion is not that bad if it's at six weeks, then you're still voting for evil. It's still the whole thing with the lesser two evils. So either we get, abolish it or we just abolish it because we as taxpayers are paying for this um, genocide ourselves. We're being forced to pay for this. So here's how we do it. The constitution already gives people um, right to life. You, you, if you're murdered, then someone kills you, 
they're held accountable for that. If you start holding these clinics, these doctors and the women accountable for it, it will stop. Man, no, I'm not performing an abortion on you, ma'am, because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go to prison for murder. That's gonna stop a lot of things. The Constitution already protects his lives. This is political theater. This is the them versus us ordeal. And we have to be able to change it. We have to be able to do it and start using our constitution to fight this. Now, with the Roe versus Wade being repelled, that is a federal level thing. And they say, okay, we're giving it back to the states. Your constitution still defends life. If someone's killed or murdered, it doesn't matter if it goes back to the states or not. This is not a marijuana, which is still shouldn't even be illegal anything. It's not one of those ordeals or gay marriage that the states get to decide what's right and wrong. We still have to refer to the Constitution. We have to refer to Bill of Rights. We have the, the we have the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And if you're taking that from a child that's not born yet, someone who can't speak up for themselves, we're supposed to be the country where we speak up for those who don't have voices. But we're not doing that. That people have made justifications for themselves and try to say that these people aren't human. Well, they used to say black people aren't humans either. They didn't want they want they didn't want to count us in the census. So when they had this the whole the three fifths compromise just to help the population for um for more power in the house. That's what that was for. So we had to we had to really sit back and look at like what is right and what's wrong and who do, what do you stand for? What are we paying for? This is racist genocide. And then you can't sit there and be mad and scream about um, you want reparations or you want you want all these rights and then not have to stand up for black babies who aren't born yet, who don't have a voice. So we have a caller on deck. It looks like it's going to be Robert. And this is a this is a short show. Just just define and let you guys realize what's going on. And so you guys see it and why they put people in particular, they put these clinics in particular um, uh, neighborhoods. All right, Robert, go ahead. Well, um, you got to remember this, too. And uh, you actually point out the three-fifths compromise. Uh, that that was actually done as kind of a peacemaking measure between the North and the South. Uh, but, but in the end, it's still... It still didn't grant humanity to the ver to black people, and you also gotta know. Remember too, women were considered property at one point. At one point, it was legal to beat and or kill your wife. So, uh, so our history is jaded, just like everyone else's. You know, we've had we made. America's made its mistakes too, but that doesn't mean we keep apologizing. You know, just like I say about Germany and the Holocaust. I mean, it happened in, it happened in what, 1939 or 1940, something like that. Germany just doesn't need to keep apologizing for something that already happened. All they need to do is keep doing better. And I say the same thing about us with slavery. You know, we need to we need to stop focusing on the past, and and we need to when what we need to do is first we need to start take our the lessons from the past and uh, and apply them uh, so we don't make the same mistakes. And this is one of those moments where we could do that. We could turn around and 
and say, um, yeah, we know slavery was popular. I mean, it was extremely popular in the South, but does that, does that mean that people have the right to, uh, vote away a person's right to life? Exactly. And then that's the, that's why they push democracy, democracy so much because it's a mob rule thing. And you notice too, like whenever the right talks about this, why don't they ever bring up adoption instead of this? They just say, no, let's cut this. No, we're not going to do this. Adoption is an option. And if you, we should be really educating people on how the adoption process works and how it helps. Maybe, maybe, you know, um, you, uh, got pregnant and you weren't ready to be a parent yet. Okay. You have an adoption as an option. And so a lot of those programs are actually help you. They'll pay for your medical bills. They'll pay for, um, you're helping you with living situations or maybe even mental, whatever you need. You just have to look up and research those options. Now, uh, those are places that do that. And I think what they try to do is try to, oh, use, I guess the Google, um, metrics. So when people are looking for an abortion or something, they'll find those clinics and they can talk to them. The thing is, is it, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be where they trick you into coming in there and think you're going to be there for one thing. And then they start pulling out the Bible and everything. You don't know exactly what people are at and think, but they, that these options should be discussed and what the benefits are from this for the mother and the child. And also too, if you want it to, you could, there's a lot of cases too, where you have open adoptions where if you do want to stay in that child's life, you just can't finally should take care of them at that time. You can do that. So people need to look at the different options because sometimes we're like, oh, it's the money, it's the cost, I'm not ready. Or why could, why should someone be born into poverty? Whether do they have to be? Someone looking to adopt a child most likely isn't in a financial situation where they can take care of a child. Maybe they can't personally have a child of their own. So, and then the other options are too. So if someone says, oh, well, this person was raped. Well, there's plan B. Plan B is before conception so it's not killing a baby it prevents a pregnancy just like you know with like with a condom so and the other things is too absence being absence free like you don't have to be out there having sex so sometimes we have to look at our sins we have to look at what we're doing um our lifestyle and how we can change that and you know to not affect someone else's uh life and when by the way this, that life is not, that's not yours. People keep saying that's my body, my choice. It's not, you know that you're not attached to your mother anymore. You have your own body. Well, here's, here's, uh, here's the other side of it. They always use the argument of viability. Now, I know I, I spelled this out before people before, but basically the argument of viability is is that is asking the question would would it would would it be able to survive on its own without the assistance of other people now if you now if we were to logically use that uh examine that argument that is uh that that's the worst argument you could ever use to support abortion because because what you're suggesting with vibe with and that's the most common argument is that 
it's okay to kill the unborn baby because it can't survive without its mother. So, uh, so what about the case of the elderly or, or the severely disabled? Like, let's say you got, let's say you have an, uh, have an extremely autistic child, uh, that they'll never be able to live their lives without a caretaker. Um, can, is it all right to kill them too? Because if you're using the viability argument, then, then of course it is. Uh, or what about granny in the nursing home? That's just, she's basically a bag of bones at this point, just waiting to die off. Why not just put her out of her misery? You know, cause if we're using the viability argument, then that would be the logical end to it, that she's just a waste of oxygen and needs to go. But, and that's, and that's why we shouldn't, that's why we need to be used to make sure that's why we need to stop borrowing their rhetoric all the time. And we need to start humanizing people again at all stages of life. Right. This, we gotta be, we gotta humanize ourselves and we have to stop being evil, like, you know, and selfish. A lot of this is just being, this is a lot of evil is selfishness. And I think that we need to be way more forgiving too. You know, how we were so harsh about how we speak on it. Maybe someone has done this, fell for the rhetoric, fell for the propaganda, and they would never get one again. Um, Because I've talked to people who've had them and they've been distraught for years after the fact, or they've had medical um, issues since then. But do you think those people want to speak up and discuss that with when people are calling them names or attacking them or being evil? I don't think so. So I, I feel like if as also as Christians, if you're a Christian person and you have faith, you have to you have you have to forgive people. Um and then watch how we're talking about things. You can't really convince someone or people to stop going and voting a particular way or going a particular uh on a stance if we're attacking them. So we have to be like you said, humanize ourselves, come back, rule ourselves back in. And okay, you made a mistake at one point. It was not a good mistake. But you're, what we can do is work with them and talk to them so they can educate other people on their terrible experience so they can save other lives. They can save other people from making a bad decision. So I want to quickly just, you know, I like to play some kind of commentary on some people saying things. I'm going to play something. Um, Whoopi Goldberg goes off on anti-abortions and I'm going to, I'm going to uh, debate her without her being here, but those are her words and I'm going to stand against what she had said. One second. Hold on, another sound off. Exactly what she's feeling discussing the issue on The View yesterday. And she has been open about getting an abortion as a teenager. And she stressed that making that decision was not easy. It is a hard, awful decision that people make. And if you don't have the wherewithal to understand that, to start this conversation with, I know how hard this must be for you. If you're starting it, by telling me I'm going to burn in hell, then you're not looking out for me as a human being, whether I subscribe to your religion or not. And that is not okay. Goldberg was not the only celebrity who spoke out about the leaked document. Amy Schumer posted. So that, that's my point. So we say, okay, take what she just said, right? But she went the way of 
let's keep getting abortions. It's fine. It's a hard decision. The right could say the same thing and be like, well, you made a bad choice or that's not the best decision. Let's give you some options. Let's stand with you as a community. We can raise it. We, we can figure out who can raise this child together. How can we help you from this decision that you make or have you have that you're thinking you have the choice to make? So that just proved that, that for me, that I feel like that proves my whole thing. But what she's saying is that, but in support of people continuing to get abortions. Let's see. Radio said, did she just say it's an awful decision? It's a, she was saying it's an awfully hard decision to make. It's, it's honestly should be a very easy decision to make, but it is an awful decision to make. People, we have conscience. People know what's right and wrong. People just choose, like I said, to be selfish and make the only decisions they want to make. So let me hop over to uh, Blondie and then James um, and get their perspectives real quick on this. Because we do have another one coming up here in about 30 minutes. Hey, Hello, long time friend. no speak. How are you doing? I know, I know. You were missed. And you probably saw, saw me on some of the programs you were on. I didn't stay to talk. <laughs> I just I was visiting. But I, I really did miss you. I was wondering what was going on. But it's good to see you. Uh, I'm with you. Um, I'm, I'm for life. I always have been, always will be. And definitely when it's a black issue, because you... You know very well in history, Margaret Sanger made the birth uh, control society, right? Federation specifically to kill blacks. So if it, if they want to make this a Black Lives Matter issue, then this is the point to make it right here. If really Black yeah. Lives Matter, then they should be talking about why is even abortion around? What, what's, what's up with the, the life that's in the womb? Why is anybody not talking about it? Why aren't they defending it? Right now, with all the science that we have, the technology, all the pictures, everything of medical science in comparison to the time of 1973, which we didn't even have that compared to now. Come on. The, the answer should be obvious. It should be no more abortion, especially stop attacking black people, people of color. That includes my own people, brown colored, Hispanics, because they're right here in East, in East Los Angeles where I live. These bastards are right here. And, you know, this is horrible. They, they're in every minority city uh town that 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 they could get away with why aren't why aren't they up there in in, in uh beverly hills in brentwood that's you know those are the people that commit the most sins when it comes to fornication and all that why aren't they up there they should be over there but no they're more interested in getting rid of the colored man so i stand together with my black brothers and friends and family who have ever gone through this hopefully we'll never go through this and who have had family who have suffered this injustice. It is wrong. It should have been done away with. Now that we have six Supreme Court justices that are Catholic, now they're going after the Catholic. Uh, we should stand with them at every Catholic church. You know, I, I speak as a Protestant. We should stand with them. I mean, we should fight this evil. It's going to be uphill. It's going to be the whole year, unfortunately. It basically even took the topic of Ukraine and all that. Not, not that that should be the only focus, but other things like the inflation and high gas prices and, and, and the, the, the upcoming, uh, not only further inflation and, and recession, but also the food shortages. It's incredible. We got bigger fish to fry. And this, I can't believe these people who are on the left, who are for the, the, the death culture cannot just accept the truth. There's too much science that, 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 uh, corroborates life. And that is for life, and that and that debunks their nonsense. 
We should, yeah, we should do away with it. Exactly. You know, and they're the trust the science people. And they and they're trying they can tell us they can't tell the difference between um what gender is what. But then they want to tell us what we what what we can determine what's life and what's not life. And and then I'm gonna pull James up next. So, you know, and they're talking about going on um they're talking about going on uh sex strikes. Well, go ahead. That solves a lot of problems. Hey James. Hey, how are you? I'm fabulous. How are you doing? I'm doing well. First time on your, uh, you know, your show here. Glad to have you. Um, I didn't hear the beginning, but I do like the, uh, the title of your show. And if I can, can I just share my thoughts on it? Please. Okay. So I was on a, we talked yesterday about this. So we looked at the, at the statistic that I think it was in 2011, near almost half of all pregnancies were unintended. Right. And then we looked at the statistics of who's having um, abortions. And there's obviously a, a larger number that correlates into an economic group, an education group. And it also uh, you see a higher number within people of color. And then you also compound that with economic uh, and just that demographic itself is having more. So I do agree with your title because and I'm not making a, a case for pro-life, but I think what this allows, it allows the system to get off easy. Uh, they don't have to try to support a booming population in that, in that socioeconomic group. Uh, it gives it an easy way out. If not, you would be seeing higher populations, you know, larger growth in, in that group. And if you look at us compared to Europe, we have more landmass and we have what half of the amount of people. So in theory, we should be able to support a larger population. I just think uh, our system, our social structure, our healthcare system, our justice system, whatever you want to call it, um, is broken and can't support that number. So we give them an easy way out by allowing a large percentage of people to abort in the lower socioeconomic classes. So that's what I want to share. I, I appreciate that. So real quick, are you in New York? Absolutely. Okay. What is the climate around that? Like I've only a visit before uh, Buffalo and New York city, but I when I see a lot of people go out and they, and they protest, you know, to, to have these as rights. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I, I, I get it. Like you want pro-choice, you want to make the choice. So as a, your community organizer, so is there a way that like, you know how to organize communities, right? Is there a, a solution that you can present to us on how we can um, organize the education of other solutions and things like that we could do in our communities? Um, I guess in terms of, um, I don't know. I mean, that's a big, big question. Um, how, how can we, how can we make massive change? I mean, what I threw out there was something so gigantic. I wouldn't even know where to begin to make a change that allowed people to have, I mean, if you compare us to say a socialistic, uh, you know, more public, publicly funded, publicly invested country like, say, any of the European Union nations, 
I think they're set up a little better to to allow people to have more children because they have a larger population and they have a better social structure. So I have no idea how I would even begin to organize something to like to make that big of a change. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I think we can start with the education part of it and presenting the different solutions. And that's also like not attacking people and calling them monsters and stuff. If they have made those decisions, you know, cause you know, doesn't mean they did it once, you know, made a bad decision. They fell for the propaganda. They, they fell for the, the hype around it and they're sorry, but then they don't want to speak out about it because they'll be, you know, you know, deemed as a, a demon as a bad person, you know, but right. we're supposed to forgive people. So for having, for having had one, is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Right. So I think that we could, as a community, we could start working together to start educating on the other options. Because like I said, I don't think you'll realize a lot of that healthcare and stuff yeah. is co- they, they, it gets covered. Um, if we, you go through the f- different adoption agencies and things like that, and then maybe, um, you can have an open adoption or you can just get pictures or something. There's, there's people don't really understand no, that just isn't discussed as much as just getting an abortion. Right. Right. Or we all just have like five kids and break the system and, uh, <laughs> insist on one, insist on only one person should have to go to work and somebody can work at home. And we live in our homes for multi-generations and grow our own food and, you know, and I'm just take saying. It. Take us back a hundred years. Maybe we could probably start living a lot longer too, because you know, biblically speaking, you know, we used to live a lot longer. People yeah. used to live eight hundred, seven hundred, some years. Not anymore. <laughs> right, and then a big thing too around here is taxes are so high that most people can't afford to live in the homes that they grew up in. So then you mm-hmm. kind of at you, you know, I don't know what you call that. You get taxed out, so then the younger generations can't come back and say have that that young child at an earlier age versus say aborting uh, because you have, you know, relatives on the homestead who are excited to be a part of raising children. Um, so even the tax structure sucks compared to say uh, the Europeans, like you don't pay property tax. It comes out of your income and VAT tax. So once your house is paid for, your family can stay in that house forever. And every generation thereafter, you know, could homestead and, and, and thrive on that property. So I don't know. It's too yeah, much. Yeah, definitely. And the state taxes. So when you're inheriting, you know, your family's legacy, the government's not taking a big old chunk of it. Amazing. It's amazing. But, but James, I-, I appreciate you for coming up. Please come again more. Uh, I have two more shows tonight. I'm making up in a sense for my, my disappearance for the week. You know, sometimes we have to take a break sometimes and handle our own things in order to be there for other people. Understand. I appreciate you. You too. Next, James, you're up. Hey, James. Hey, Donnie. Good to see you back. Yay. Yay. Glad to be back. Um, gosh, I, it sounded like Whoopi Goldberg said it's a hard, awful decision when she was talking about um, about abortion. I guess I must have heard part of that wrong, but I was thinking, oh, wow, something I agree with her on, but I guess not. Um, <laughs> but you were talking about education and... Let me replay it. Okay. Hey, wait, one second. Let me replay it. Hold on. Why is it still showing me? There we go. I'll replay it for you. I think you're right. Hold on. 
Whoopi Goldberg is passionate about this issue, and she doesn't hold back about exactly what she's feeling discussing the issue on The View yesterday. And she has been open about getting an abortion as a teenager. And she stressed that making that decision was not easy. It is a hard, awful decision that people make. And if you don't have the wherewithal to understand that, to start this conversation with, I know how hard this must be for you. If you're starting it by telling me I'm going to burn in hell, then you're not looking out for me as a human being, whether I subscribe to your religion or not. And that is not okay. Mm. It's crazy how she says myself as a human being, but doesn't consider the life as a human being. But she did say it's a hard, awful decision. She yeah. Did. Yeah, maybe she misspoke, but um, I I do think that it's an awful decision to have an abortion. But in most cases, I think that most people who are against abortion, they um, make exceptions for things like, uh, rape and um, and like uh, threat to the mother's health, like if the the mom's gonna die, you know. Uh, at least well, uh, that, here's the thing with the, that one. That's that's separate, you know, because when your when your life is at risk, because you if you're having a baby, you lose your life. That's separate, you know. When you talk about the hierarchy of religion, the God, husband, wife, children, yes. But when the decision is just selfish, I just don't. No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have a baby. And yeah. that's that's separate because you know when the doctor says, "Hey, you know your wife's not going to make it um, through this through this operation." You know the husband has a right to say, "I want to save my wife." You know. So yeah, it's like it, and then less with than one percent. And then with rape, you know, go to the hospital, get a clinic test. You know, make sure that they didn't give you any diseases. They'll give you and they'll give you. Um, a plan B pill, which doesn't end the pregnancy because it doesn't work if you're already pregnant, which will mm-hmm. actually um, prevent the pregnancy. It keep, so that if the if the egg is already sorry, if the egg has been fertilized, it's not going to work. But this is to prevent the egg from being fertilized. And you hear some people on the right pushing, "Oh, we shouldn't have that either." But do you know what that is? Well, so, I mean, I would disagree with those people. Yeah, so like, there's an option. It doesn't have to be abortion. It's called Plan B. It's a pill. It prevents pregnancies. But let me get to armchair. Um, Flamethrower, I see that you came back up. I'm going to do just this one more because we have another um, episode coming up here. Let me make sure I have my time right. right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we have another one coming up for the Batman review at here in a few minutes. So we're going to get to um, armchair. And James, I appreciate you coming up and you're giving us your perspective and calling out what Whoopi just said, because she basically just said exactly what we've been saying. So I appreciate you for calling that out. Armchair, you're next and the last person. And then we have the Batman movie review next. Uh, Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I sure can. How are you? Yes, I'm good. How are you doing? Fantastic. All right. Yeah, I was uh, interested to hear maybe your perspective, like specifically your arguments for why you believe a fetus is has a status of a person. Um, yeah, basically, that would be my question. And if you can give an answer to that, that would be great. That would be that's interesting to me. Oh, OK. So where did you come from? Uh, I'm from I'm in Europe. I'm living in Europe. 
you're in your number when you're you know when you're developing as a child as a baby inside your oh. mother oh yes uh, well i come i came from from a fetus okay so so you were a life in your mother um yeah i mean yeah That's why I, I I feel like you have the right to live. That's why I'm defending people who don't have a voice yet because they're babies inside their mom. If that's why they say to terminate a pregnancy in the present a pregnancy, they're not just birthing a, a just that. There's they have they're ending the life before they're pulling it out. A lot of times they dismember the children and they they stop their life before they pull them out. And also if if, is, if I mean, they're not considered, if they're not considered babies, and how come they are selling their their organs and different parts of their bodies? Well, I don't know about the organs. That that part is, I guess. I, oh, I don't you really didn't know, know that was that. happening. I, I don't know that that that's happening. No, uh, but I'm sure. Like I, I'm happy to grant you the benefit of the doubt that you're you're right on that. And if that's happening, you know that that that's that's a separate issue. But in terms of the the life question. Um, yeah, I mean, I develop, everybody develops from a fetus, but it doesn't mean that the fetus has the same rights at that moment. Like if I was aborted, like this, this question is like, oh my God, what would you do if you were aborted? Well, uh, this conversation would be happening. I wouldn't uh-huh. really know, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be here to speak about this. So, but that's like, it's like, you're talking from a position of like my, me being an adult right now. So I obviously want to live. But it doesn't mean that when you're a fetus, you can have any kinds of interests um, and anything you can really strive for at that point. You don't feel pain. You don't you don't really understand what's happening. Obviously, you know, you're not a fully fledged human being. It, the fact is it fair? Is it fair to take away that opportunity from that baby? Well, that's that's what we're I think that's what the question is, whether or not it is fair. It depends on whether or not we consider it a life. I mean, you would I surely concede there's a difference between a fetus and a fully fledged, you know, human being. I mean, that's why when a mother is in danger, we take it into consideration. You know, we don't say, mm-hmm. yeah, listen, you know, it doesn't matter to us. It's one life against the other. No, we say, yeah, you know, there is a certain um, importance to that fetus. And especially if it's, you know, late in the pregnancy, potentially they can't, you know, that they need to certify that they're, you know, the mother is in danger. But if, Here, the mother, the, but if the mother, here's the, go ahead. Hey, armchair, here's the thing. So I don't, I don't think that any person should be able to tell, well, you don't, you don't, you're not much, you're not developed enough to be a human to be able to decide if you want, if you can have a life or not. So well, we get in this, this sticky situation where here in America, black people were not deemed as humans. So when people can decide to do whatever they want to right. them and treat them a certain way, so but that's it's a different humans, issue though because in, because they are America, humans. It's, it's it's actually not a different issue because when they say that a black person can be considered property, and then you can do whatever you want with them and treat them like livestock, and then not let them was, vote and have any kind of rights or freedoms, then there's there's no human because we don't we're human beings we're all human beings. There's no human that has the authority to decide if someone can live or cannot live uh, based off because they, they, they don't want them here. Because that's how you, this is, why saying, call, this is why I call it racist genocide. And so. But you're, just, you're coming it's, at it from a perspective that it's a human. That's what we like. That's what, what, what we need to establish. That, that's why the science matters here, because it's not just somebody labeling actual humans 
as property, as you said. I mean, that's that's not science. That's just racism. What we're talking about here is at some point, I mean, surely you would agree that sperm is not the same thing as a fetus. And then a fetus is not the same thing as an actual child. Like you, you, you do agree there are certain differences at, at, at those stages. So at some point, what we create becomes something that we need to care about and give it the right to live. Now, where, where, where that point, where we reach that point, that's up to debate. Like, I don't think you can really say that just because we develop from something, because again, a fetus develops from a zygote, a zygote develops from sperm entering the egg. So at some point you say, okay, you know, we have something that we need to protect. But the like, it's really not clear just because you develop from something initially that in that initial thing necessarily just from the beginning has to be protected, right? Because otherwise you'd say, okay, well, then you can't, you know, you need to treat your eggs and your zygotes and your sperm as, you know, all of those things because they develop a child. They're also now sacred, right? Like, I mean, isn't, isn't that what you're essentially offering here? If, if you're not pregnant and someone hits you, then you just your life. Right. When you, if someone kills you and you have a baby in you, it's double homicide because there's a baby in that person. You know, we don't right. have these arguments or discussions when it comes to animals. Oh, if what's inside those babies, we, no one ever says, oh, those are just little clumps of cells inside of a puppy who's about to have, um, 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 babies or puppies. No one talks about that. This is the reason why this even happened in the first place is because evil people wanted to get rid of a group of people that they deemed undesirable. And so when we come down to it, do we support the evil or not? And then there's discussion or, or if this is a developed enough thing to be considered a life, it just comes down to what's good and what's right and what's wrong. We, we know what's wrong. Well, but we don't. The thing is we don't because if if someone were to take your life right now, you well, should. Uh, my life, my life is is well, okay, but my life and your life and everybody's life, like again, you're you're coming at it from a presupposition that we're talking about a life, but that's the thing that if based on science we figure out that it's before some stage, it's actually not a life, then it really doesn't matter and it's not wrong. That's that's the issue here. Be like at some point. We clearly are okay with saying, okay, like plan B or plan B thing, like that, that you mentioned that essentially, you know, negates the process that brings a life into existence. I mean, at right. the end of the day, why wouldn't that be, why wouldn't you be against that? Well, not having sex doesn't, if you don't have sex, you don't have babies. Well, that's the same thing. Yeah. There's not a that's life right. at, right. at the moment. There's a life well, at that point once it's the egg is fertilized. Okay. But at some, at, but just because. So, you, but you, you see, you can make the same argument when you're talking about something before it's fertilization. Like, why can't you say, why can't you go a step back and say a plan B pill shouldn't be allowed because you're not letting a life develop from a natural state it of It wasn't things. a life yet, though. It's not considered, but, you, it won't develop. So that, if, that's if right. The but, egg, but if the, the egg has not been fertilized, you, it's not, it's not developing a life yet. You can wearing a condom prevents Okay, but but you see what you're doing here. You you are counting. You you have a certain definition that you're supposing for a life. And what and I'm what I'm asking you is, on what grounds do you consider a fetus a life? Why is it life at when it's a fetus as opposed to 
before fertilization or as opposed to after, let's say, at 24 weeks. Because at the end of the day, it, it can't survive on its own. It doesn't have, um, you know, until a certain point, ability to feel pain. It doesn't have uh, until a certain point any consciousness. So, But the thing is, the fetus is an unborn offspring. It's an unborn human baby. So the thing is, if, if, if the, if the egg hasn't been fertilized, it's not life yet. You have separate sperm, eggs. Separate. You can't have. That. I understand. I understand. I understand the, bi- the biological but, description. I, I, I but, agree with you. But I want to make it very, very clear. Since I'm a person that cares about other human beings and their life, their liberty and their pursuit of happiness, I'm fighting right. for that opportunity. Now, also in America, they target a particular group because they deem them as un- undesirable. That's not just blacks. The majority of it is blacks. And it's, it has also to do with poverty. It also has to do with disabilities. There's no human being on this earth who has the authority to tell someone that their life doesn't matter. So yeah. I do have to cut this short because I have yes, another episode sure, coming sure. up. But... Um, we thank have, you, um, open of course, we have an open forum tonight at um, 8 p.m. Central Time. We will, you can, if you want to come back and discuss this some more, you definitely can. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you so much, Armchair, for coming up and having a discussion with us. And I will see you guys here sure, in five minutes. But in the meantime, we're going to play the anthem and we're going to get this rolling. truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie Vidal. Don't be political property. Be free.